0: Great Sufi poet Jalal Udin Rumi once said, We are as the flute, and the music in us is from thee. We are as the mountain, and the echo in us is from thee. On this week's edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio, Rumi and the Sufis, Lovers of the Beloved, mystic poetry of the East and my talk titled Visions of Allah. for Spiritual Awakening Radio. There's not just one religion, there are thousands. After years of being concerned that too few voices, too few points of view were getting heard when it comes to spiritual paths and world religions, that the radio airwaves were not reflecting the diversity that really exists, I started producing my own programs, exploring the world of spirituality, comparative religion, websites, and books. Bringing to the airwaves the gentle voices of saints, the wisdom of masters or mystics, world scriptures, sacred texts, the great spiritual traditions and classics of the East and the West. My name is James Bean. Welcome to Spiritual Awakening. by Paul Alexander John, a Maine-based musician who has recorded an abundance of material featuring the Indian Bansuri or bamboo flute. The great Sufi mystic Rumi once said, if you are seeking seek us with joy for we live in the kingdom of joy. Do not give your heart to anything else but to the love of those who are clear joy. Do not stray into the neighborhood of despair. For there are hopes. They are real. They exist. Do not go in the direction of despair and darkness. I tell you, suns exist. The mystical utterances of Rumi and other great Sufi masters speak directly to the heart. They encourage us to see the hidden light. To discover divine secrets to perceive the way that lovers can find their beloved. The Sufis, through their poems and ecstatic utterances, are attempting to share their secrets with the world. Or at least with those discerning souls who find their words to not only be nice poetry, but something much, much more. Soul expressions coming from lovers, caught up in the divine bliss of a higher reality. The collective poetry of Rabia of Basra, Shams of Tabriz, Rumi, Hafez, Bulla Shah, Hazrat Sultan Bahu, Baba Farid, and countless other Sufi lovers of the beloved represent the cry of the soul. On this week's edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio, Rumi and the Sufis, lovers of the beloved. ...and my article titled, Visions of Allah. Rumi is one of the most widely read poets in the Western world. He was a Sufi. The Sufis are the mystics of Islam the mystics or Gnostics of the Islamic world. Very tolerant, peace-loving. They have their own secrets, their own spiritual techniques to gain visions of Allah, to become spiritually awake in a world of slumber, to remember the divine in a world of forgetfulness. Rumi once said, we are as the flute and the music in us is from Thee. We are as the mountain and the echo in us is from Thee. Sufism is organized into various Sufi orders founded by various masters or Murshids. Rumi's teacher was Shams of Tabriz. Rumi founded the Mev Levy order of Sufis, also known as the Whirling Dervishes. The focus of Sufism very much has to do with becoming students, sitting at the feet of a teacher. Rumi once said, if you want to know God, sit at the feet of the saints, drink from the presence of saints, and not from those other jars. Sufism very much values living teachers. Sufism is also a path of love or bhakti, love and devotion for the beloved. Says Rumi, lovers would give up both worlds and sacrifice hundreds of years of life for just one moment together. They jump through thousands of hoops after the smell of one breath and would sacrifice thousands of lives to satisfy a single heart. We found our cure in love. We bled for love every moment. Love is our friend every moment. Every moment, love breathes us. Lovers are strange people. They are not like everyone else. They don't carry their hearts and their bodies. Instead, their souls carry them. People run to the river of the waters of life in hopes of becoming immortal. Yet the waters of life are always running to the lovers. Some passages from a book called The Rabbias of Rumi, Insane with Love. Translations and commentary published by Inner Traditions Books. As Hazrat Sultan Bahu once said, another great Sufi poet of the East, lovers remain completely intoxicated in the ecstasy of their love for the Beloved. They offer their souls to the Beloved while still living and thus immortalize themselves in this life and the hereafter. Says Sultan Bahu, I have at last grasped the beginning and the end. I have seen the whole spectacle of past, present, and future pass before my eyes. Within my heart are fourteen realms, chambers of light, ablaze with the profusion of God's radiance. Those who have not realized God will wander, homeless in this world, destitute in the next, but watch the lovers dance with ecstasy as they merge into the oneness of God. Hazrat Sultan Bahu says, The Lord is an ocean of oneness in which lovers swim as they please, free of care. In their own turn, they appear in the world to dive deep into that ocean to gather pearls. Among the pearls is a gem unique in value unmatched in luster that shines like the moon. We are all in the employ of the Supreme Being, O Bahu. Let us pay homage to him through our prayers. Repeat the name of God, O Bahu, and free yourself from the worries of life. Those who enshrine the Supreme Being in their hearts, O Bahu, have both worlds at their command. The great Sufi mystic Rumi once said, If you are seeking, seek us with joy, for we live in the kingdom of joy. Do not give your heart to anything else but to the love of those who are clear joy. Do not stray into the neighborhood of despair, for there are hopes. They are real. They exist. Do not go in the direction of darkness. I tell you, suns exist. The mystical utterances of Rumi and other great Sufi masters speak directly to the heart. They encourage us to see the hidden light, to discover divine secrets, the mysteries, to perceive the way that lovers can find their beloved. The Sufis, through their poems and ecstatic revelations, are attempting to share their secrets with the world, or at least with those discerning souls who find their words to be not only nice poetry, but something much, much more. Soul expressions coming from lovers caught up in the divine bliss of a higher reality. The poet mystics speak of a spiritual reality that exists just beyond the perception of our five senses. Though the physical body is a kind of veil that eclipses the light of the inner sun from our vision. Nevertheless, we can even now during this life have access to this other existence. The Persian classic Divine Flashes by Firkiruddin Araki says, The lover seeks the vision in order that he might pass away from existence. He knocks on the door of non-existence, for there he was once at peace. There he was both seer and seen, both viewer and viewed. Coming to be, he became the veil of his own sight, and was deprived of the vision. His existence is merely a screen to hide this sight. In order for humans to knock on the door of non-existence, quote unquote, to regain the spiritual vision we once enjoyed as souls before time began in the spiritual realm, Iraqi encourages us to understand ourselves, to know ourselves in a new way and begin to contemplate the other world with another kind of sight. A type of seeing the unseen that is unveiled when we temporarily abstain from the outer world of the five senses. Fakiruddin Iraqi. Know yourselves, a cloud drifting before your sun. Cut yourselves off from your senses and behold your sun of intimacy, Iraqi is describing here the process of meditation practiced in numerous mystical traditions of the East and West. In order to obtain the vision, the seeker, one, closes their eyes and stops paying attention to the outer world for a while, and two, discovers inner spiritual seeing and hearing, the inner senses of the soul which are able to contemplate heavenly realities. Iraqi, if this screen, which is you, is struck from before your eyes, the Beloved will find the Beloved, and you will be entirely lost. Then you will hear with the ear of your heart. That mystery so long concealed is at last opened. The darkness of your night at last bathed in dawn. A quote from Fakiruddin Iraqi in his Persian classic, Divine Flashes, published by Paulist Press, which is a Catholic book company. Divine Flashes is one of many volumes in the Paulist Press series known as The Classics of Western Spirituality, containing, of course, Catholic saints, a few Protestant saints, a couple of great books on Native American spirituality, and several priceless Sufi classics, including Divine Flashes, published for the first time in the English language by this Catholic book company called Paulist Press from Mawa, New Jersey. Rumi puts it this way. Rumi says, Listen, open a window to God and begin to delight yourself by gazing upon him through the opening. The business of love is to make the window of the heart, for the breast is illumined by the beauty of the beloved. Gaze incessantly on the face of your beloved. Listen, this is in your power, my friend." Within our grasp is the ability to regain the vision of our soul and the communion with our beloved Allah. Both reside together in the mystical garden, the paradise of the spiritual world, the world of the unseen. Though the material sphere acts as a kind of dense layer of overcast skies obscuring our vision of what lies beyond. Masters or Murshids have revealed the secrets of obtaining paradise to anyone who yearns to discover them, saying to their students, very much like Rumi did, and Shams of Tabriz before him, This is in your power, my friend. The process of gaining a vision of paradise and mystic transport has been described as stripping off old garments, quote-unquote, and replacing them with a new heavenly robe of light. In his Persian Sufi classic Divine Flashes, Fakiruddin Iraqi describes the process. When the beloved would exalt the lover, he strips from him the garments collected from all the worlds and clothes him in the robe of his own attributes. Then the beloved calls him by all his own attributes. Then the beloved calls him by all his own names, and seats him in his own place. When the lover studies his new clothes, he finds himself arrayed in different colors and will wonder, what is this beautiful tint, this garment so unique? This quote from Divine Flashes reminds me of saying 37 in the Gospel of Thomas, one of the collections of the sayings of Yeshua discovered in Egypt. His disciples said, When will you appear to us, and when will we see you? Yeshua replied, When you strip without being ashamed, and you will take your clothes and put them under your feet like little children and trample them. Then you will see the Son of the Living One, and you will not be afraid. Sufism is a form of Islamic Gnosticism which really does have many affinities with earlier Gnostic mystical traditions of the Middle East. Like other movements of the past that embrace spiritual experience and mystic transport or soul travel through the seven heavens, Sufi mystics in Islam have found it useful to compare out-of-body or ascension journeys to the stripping or shedding of garments. The quotes above illustrate their view that each soul on the earth plane is wearing several garments. We are souls wearing subtle bodies or coverings. Our physical body is made out of the material substance of the physical universe. We are, as the late Dr. Carl Sagan put it, star stuff, pondering star stuff. Our bodies are made out of atoms that once came from stars and other objects in the cosmos so okay adam and eve a-t-o-m aha when we enter into contemplation and mystical states our awareness is elsewhere we become quote dead to the world unquote we have risen above body consciousness In that sense, we have, for the duration of our contemplative meditation period, stripped ourselves of the garment of the physical body for the purpose of exploring other levels of our existence. We become someone who knows ourselves. We know ourselves. The mystic traveler enters into what has been called the fourth state of consciousness, In addition to the waking state, the dream state, the unconscious state of deep sleep, the truly holistic explorer can also integrate into his or her experience. Spiritual states. Mysticism teaches that there are many layers of reality, that there are other garments that will eventually be shed during journeys of ascension. These garments or subtle bodies have been given names in Hebrew, Greek, Coptic, Syriac, Arabic, Persian, Hindi, and other languages. In addition to the garment of the physical body, each soul is wearing several other garments or subtle bodies, other sheaths or coverings that surround the soul, allowing the soul to connect to various regions of creation. There is the physical body. There is also the astral body made of astral stuff connected to the astral plane existing at a slightly higher vibration in the astral region. Level three is the causal body made of causal or Akashic substance inhabiting the causal plane. Level four is the mental body made of mind stuff and is part of the mental plane or universal mind plane. The etheric body, beyond that, allows the soul to access that region. Above these worlds of mind and matter, the soul resides in the timeless spiritual realm. Metaphysically speaking, we're already in heaven. We are already in heaven. We just don't know it yet. The naked soul is in its own natural habitat of the soul plane, the spiritual region. It may be wearing all of these coverings of body and mind. Subtle bodies or coverings, astral body, causal body, mental body, and etheric. But the naked soul, well, that's our true identity. Sultan Bahu is my favorite of all. My favorite Sufi poet. Some samples from the poetry of Hazrat Sultan Bahu. There are two books in the English language that I know about, featuring translations of the poems of Hazrat Sultan Bahu. One is titled Sultan Bahu and is published in India by Radha Swami Satsang Bayas. The other book is published in the United States and is called Sultan Bahu, Death Before Dying. And it's published by University of California Press. Sultan Bahu says, I was shackled and marched to the earth from the heavens thrown down on the ground. I was exiled from my home, my lap, filled with what was fated. Stop, world, stop bothering me. My heart is already unsettled. I am in exile, my home far away, O Bahu, and my grief grows with every breath." Another poem of Hazrat Sultan Bahu. Lovers always wander drunken from their love of the Beloved. Those who give the Beloved their lives while still living are alive in both worlds. Those in whose hearts lamps are shining. Why would they light a candle? Intellect and rationality have no reach there. Hazard Sultan Bahu The soul has come to lodge in this body, a desolate wilderness, a rapidly crumbling bank of the river of time it will collapse, tomorrow if not today. Lodged on the edge of such a shore, how can a traveler sleep in peace? For where sand and water meet, no embankment can hold. One spiritual exercise used by Sufi mystics to stimulate spiritual awakening is called zikr, it literally means remembrance, chanting of names of God. According to Sufi mystics, the name of God takes possession of the lover who invokes it. Union with the name becomes union with Allah Himself. As the lover calls for his or her beloved, the magnetic force of love draws them both together. As for Kiruddin Araki says in his spiritual classic Divine Flashes, I could see you a thousand times a day and still desire to see you once again. This yearning of the lover for the beloved spurs even those who have attained union to aspire to reach higher and higher still. Rumi says, bring the sky beneath your feet and listen to Celestial music. Everywhere. Sacred name of the Sufis used in zikr sometimes, a sacred word is who, spelled H U, pronounced H O O O O O, or who, or Dr. Who, as in Dr. Who, or who, who's on first, who's next. Who. The breath of God, symbolized by who, the breath that moves through the reed flute and makes sound. Who. Hazrat Sultan Bahu once said, Who is within? Who is without? Who pervades everything? Where then is Bahu to find who? He has wounded his own heart. He has tortured his own soul with austerities of all manner, with worship of all kinds. Having read millions of books, he has also come to be called wise, but the name Fakir befits only him, O Bahu, whose very grave breathes life. You've been listening to Spiritual Awakening Radio. My name is James Bean. To request a free list of recommended Sufi books, books of Rumi poetry and mystic poetry of other Sufis, email me at this address, james at com. Visit my website at this address, www.spiritualawakeningradio.com. For Spiritual Awakening, I'm James Bean.